Forget your former managers, ignore the ex-pros. As football fans, we all know the real experts drink in pubs. It's funny, it's argumentative, and often it's just plain wrong. Welcome to the Foss Arms Public House and welcome to the Leicester City Pubcast. Hello everyone, welcome to the award-winning Leicester City Pubcast, home of the FA Cup holders and home also of myself, Tim, and my two good friends, Killer, good evening. Good evening, Tim. And Norm, good evening. Very good evening, welcome back, Tim. Yes, thank you, Norm, and we need to say one more good evening tonight, and unfortunately, Norm, it's it's a very good evening to your brother-in-law, George, who... Listeners from last season will, will remember took a fearful beating from us week in, week out, as we slagged off Arsenal for no particular reason week in, week out. Um, the general hopelessness and a club going the wrong way as we appeared to replace them in the, in the top echelons of the Premier League, Norm. But now, after the weekend, it's George's revenge. <laughs> it is a little bit of revenge for George, but of course, uh, George, it won't stop us being uh, slightly derogatory about uh, Arsenal, who are clearly no better than mid-table, despite a fortuitous victory against the Foxes over the weekend. So um, we're not going to let you off too easily, but you know, well played and congratulations for the result on Saturday. <laughs> and um, Killer, as Norm alluded to, I missed last week, so listen to the show as usual. Fantastic show between you guys. I also completely missed the Brighton game. I didn't see any of it. I saw the Brentford highlights from the week before. I watched the Ars- Arsenal match in full. And Killer, where to start with this one? I'm, I'm a little bit worried about those three games, which I'll come on to, but give us your thoughts on Arsenal as a start point. It was pretty much exactly what everybody would have, who was at the game would have seen, really. It was first 15 minutes, we just were not at the races at all. I know you guys had the misfortune of, of, of well, I know certainly, um, certainly Norm was sitting behind the, the, the goal that Arsenal were attacking. And it was just wave after wave of attack for a Leicester City team that just looked like they were still in bed. And it's and really in terms of the the way that the rest of the game p- played out, it was such a because actually when Leicester City started playing well, I thought I thought at times we looked really really good. Look, they scored two two goals, could have been three, could have been four. The first one set piece. We'll talk about the the issues with regards to set pieces. I think we should also have a chat about what Brendan Rodgers said after the game about set pieces in a, in a few minutes. But a set piece, it was horrific. He's just risen, totally unchallenged, scored. The second one, equally as soft. Thereafter, like I said, I thought we did come to life. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I mean... I've seen some great saves live oh, yeah. and, and there was no getting away from it. Aaron Ramsdale save might not be the best save I've ever seen, but I can't think of a better one right now. I mean, it is every time you watch it, you go, how, I don't know how he's got it. Mm. It's an, an incredible save close to half time. And we said as, as Madison came up for the, to, for, for, for the free kick, um, blimey, this would be a great time to score. The game would have played out undoubtedly differently, I think, 
if we had scored. Second half, I thought we played really well for 20 minutes. I don't know about you guys. I just felt like we ran out of ideas. We ran out of steam. And in the end, the last 10 minutes were very for Arsenal. And just all in all, it was just a really, really disappointing game. The right attitude and the right appetite, like they did, and they were really impressive for the first 20 minutes, make no mistake about it. I think it should have been two good teams really going at it. And it was just such a shame that we found ourselves 2-0 down so early on, Tim. Yeah. Killer, I'm really, really pleased that you've kind of summarised exactly how I felt. And I've spoken to and read a few bits where being quite critical about with regards to Leicester. And I think you're right. I think the first 15 minutes, of course, was just very, very shoddy. But I think for the majority of the rest of the game, we were, we did look pretty, in, certainly in spells, pretty decent. And Ramsdale made, I mean, it was a great save from Ian Acho prior to um, Madison's um, free kick. But you're right, I sat behind Arsenal, the, the goal that Arsenal was scoring in, and therefore directly behind or being able to see Madison's free kick. And I, I was up on my feet. I mean, it was it, 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 so you know, it's not often you see a free kick go over the wall like that. You could see it was under the bar. It was a goal. And end of story. Even when he got his fingertip to it, I thought he thought he's pushed it into the side netting, and then for it not to go in, which I genuinely believe would have been a, a changing a time to change that game. If we'd have scored just before half time, we we I'm pretty certain we would have gone on, on and got at least a point out of that game. Because I'm sure had we been only a goal behind the last 10 minutes, we probably wouldn't have run out of ideas and a little bit of steam because we would only have needed that one to, to get that 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 draw. So all in all, it's just it's typical. We'd start so slowly in so many games. And sadly, we were just too far behind and their keepers had, had an absolute blinder and we, we just didn't quite have enough to come back. But as a performance in itself... Um, I think that there'll be many times we play worse than that and win 2-0. So, all in all, I think it's very disappointing. But, um, and like you said, you're alluding to the, the set-piece stuff, that that is becoming just an enormous concern, isn't it? But I, I'll, I'll have to defer to you two a little bit on this, because, as ever. But, I'm, I'm, as I said, I, did, I didn't see the Brighton game, but... Are you not putting a bit of a a bit of a nice spin on this? I mean, Brighton, Brighton went to penalties. You, you might turn around and tell me it was a brilliant performance. I don't know. We got we got pretty turned over by Brentford, didn't we? Wonder goal from Yuri, and then let, let's be honest. Arsenal got two 0 up. By the way, I thought Luke Thomas was an amazing choice. I don't know what's happened with Ryan Bertrand there because do you remember Luke Thomas against uh, Pepe? last year he got absolutely roasted it was his most difficult game and I I thought that was a really amazing choice because I I thought they might well play Pepe again they didn't they played Saka who is obviously a better player than Pepe and guess what Luke Thomas got roasted in those first 20 minutes two goals up if you're an Arsenal if you're an Arsenal supporter you're going to say oh well hold on a minute guys we got 2-0 up and then we sat in because the match was won I, I do agree I do agree with you about the second half but I suppose my point is, for either of you to, to come back on, this is happening time and time again. We really thought we turned the corner against Manu, which was a fantastic performance. But if you go prior to that, it's been the same old Leicester. Crap first half, great second half comeback all season. Isn't it the same again? 
Yeah, I wouldn't it, disagree, Tim, in a, in, a, in a lot of ways. And you're quite right. I mean, after Manchester United, we were all cock hoop thinking this was going to be the turning point of the se- season. You can't deny against Brentford, great result, poor performance. I think you can part Brighton because, you know, we're talking 10 changes. And yeah. and for the Carabao Cup, when you make 10, 10 changes, nobody cares about the performance. It's all about the result and getting through. And we'll obviously talk about, the you know, the next round in Liverpool away and stuff a bit later on in the show. So I think you can part that. But, yeah, I, I quite agree. I do, I do agree with you. And I think I'm certainly papering over a few cracks because I'm trying to be positive. And there's no doubt in the Premier League, if you're a half-decent team at 2-0 down, you are going to get the line share of the ball and you are going to create the line share of the chances because you could see Arsenal suddenly change their shape on that. And I don't know what you guys think, but, you know, definitely Mikel Arteta came in for a bit of stick. I think the one thing that came over in terms of the, the game at the weekend, I actually think tactically screwed. And I think he I think he got the measure of us over the 90 minutes. I think he went all out. He knew we were going to be slow. He liked the formation. Rogers obviously totally changed it at half-time. Yeah, the, there is a solid to say that once they got in at half-time 2-0 up, they were probably only ever going to win that football match. Um, and, and and they did. But, yeah, to go back to what you say, Tim, yeah, there's there's no doubt that there is a little bit of pessimism um, around Leicester City at the minute because it, it just hasn't balanced out into anything consistent at all. And, um, and I think to some extent the result does provide more questions than it does answers. Yeah, I mean, on the plus side, Norm, I th- when, we, when we went for it, the biggest plus of the whole... Well, first of all, Luckman was fantastic again. I mean, he's not put a foot wrong since he's joined the club. I think he's just been a victim of trying to get Madison and Ian Acho into the same team. But yeah. even better than that, I thought it, I thought Harvey Barnes... Apps, that was the Harvey Barnes of last season on show, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Just, just the Harvey Barnes getting past players, just not quite getting the... Uh, the goal that his performance deserved, but yeah, I thought I thought those substitutions made um, didn't make a, a, a huge difference. And actually, it'd be very interesting now, won't it, um, to see whether you know what kind of formation we play moving forward? Because you know, going back to the one up top and the two wingers, it, they did look good. Because like you say, Barnes and Luckman were like were tearing them apart, really, weren't they? They 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 did make such a huge difference, and um, you know. Ian Acho at that point wasn't wasn't missed, but I, I, I God, it's a real quandary because I, I think both. Well, it's nice to be able to change things, isn't it? Let's let, let's look at it positively. You know, what, why should it be one or the other? We can start and we can switch if it's not working, and we know we know now that we can we can do that, and we've got players to play in all those kind of um, in all those kind of formations, and also indeed he's coming back soon, isn't he? So that's another yeah. a, another a conundrum to. To, to slide into the uh, into the equation as to how do, do, how do you but whilst it's a big squad and, and whilst there's some obvious quality in the squad what still worries me is this total lack of consistency because because yeah. yes we saw flashes of the old heart for sure okay but let's be honest he could play against Leeds and which Harvey Barnes going to turn up yeah you, you, you wouldn't say you wouldn't say for sure which one the same with Madison again, show, showing flashes for sure. Okay, but not a, there isn't any end product really at the minute. 
So again, you've got to ask yourself what James Madison's going to turn up. I thought the, the the player for me that was really disappointing over the ninety was Yuri Tillemans. I just don't think he had a had a good game at all. And and then we're down to this. We, we, it's almost like we've settled on a back three, and now we just realise Daniel Amati can't pass wind. And for a guy that sort of like play, you know, we play out from the back. And and did you did you notice? But in the first, obviously he came off in the second half. But for the first half, it got to the point that the latter stage of the first half, every time he got the ball, there was this murmuring around the stadium, like <laughs> he's going to give it away, isn't he? You could literally physically see the guy who, incidentally, did used to play midfield incredibly, um, and he just all of a like a rabbit in headlights. So now we've got this situation of, can we afford to put him in? Um, all right, we're, all right, we'll take him out, but we'll still play back three. Who are we going to play? Oh, Jan Vestergaard. Hmm. Let's have mm. another look at it then. <laughs> it, I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I just look at this Leicester City team at the minute and, th- and think to myself, tell me there's 11 great players. And you're quite right with regards to um, well, look, Lookman, because actually he's the one player that every time he's played or come on, has looked mm. great. Surely, surely now we've got to play him, haven't we? But let's let's talk about the defence killer because you know you, you've touched on it there. Five out of the last six Premier League games we've conceded two. So I mean, conceding one goal, I I, I remember that there's some start. You concede the first goal, you've got minimal chance of winning the game. We're conceding two goals most games. Mm. We've signed two players who, on the face of it, both look like good signings: Ryan Bertrand and Yannick Vestergaard. And instead of them, we've got Luke Thomas, who I said this last season, I don't want to get on his back at all. I'm, I'm just not seeing perhaps what, what Brendan's seeing there. He's a young kid. I'm sure he's going to come good. I'm not seeing it at the moment. And, and certainly Arsenal went straight after him again. And in terms of Vestergaard, he can't get in the team in, in front of Amati, for heaven's sake. Yeah, he, he looks... Look, there's no doubt he's a better player than he's shown at Leicester City. There's no getting away from it. He's a centre-back that's in really, really poor form. Totally agree with you about Luke Thomas. I don't think there's many people wouldn't wouldn't play Ryan Bertrand in front of Luke Thomas at the minute. He's a young guy. Again, you can just... You, you sense he lacks a little bit of experience. I don't think he's quite ready. I think, arguably, maybe he should have been somebody that was put out... For, for loan for a season, yeah, absolutely. potentially, just yeah. to give him that, just to give him that, ma- that that match practice. And goodness gracious me, are we not missing Wesley Fafana? Will you please come back, Wes? And James Justin. Uh, well, yeah, yeah and, and obviously, let's be honest, Leicester City without Wilfred and Didi, pretty horrible. You know, he's just a massive, massive part. And and and, and actually, you do look at it. We don't want to keep feeling sorry for ourselves and stuff, but. In terms of the defensive unit at Leicester City, all day long, those three players start and we haven't got them and we're missing them for sure. Been a bit of stuff on social media, hasn't the killer, around um, the role uh, Colo Torre's playing? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's he's coming, he's getting a bit of stick because he's a defensive coach and and actually doesn't look like we're actually doing any coaching. It, It reminds me a little bit of years in. I remember Newcastle United were having loads of problems defensively. So Keegan got in Mark Lawrenson and then somebody worked out in the 12 months Lawrenson had been there, they'd actually conceded more goals than before he came. <laughs> which, 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 which always, which always made me laugh. Um, look, I, I, I don't know. It's, 
you've got to be careful, haven't you? Because fingers always get pointed and stuff. But defensive coaches are there to coach defending. And let's be honest, fellas, it's not just that the first goal was an absolute total shambles, which it was. It's just, I don't know about you guys, but every time there's a set piece, I find myself really, really, you know, getting awfully anxious thinking, here we go again. And wasn't yeah. that the same last season? Yeah, and, and the season, and the season before. I mean, basically, since since Elliot and Taggart left, and and, and Brendan <laughs> Rogers comes out. And I don't think he, I don't think he helps the situation by saying we haven't got a problem. Uh, do you know what? I, 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 it's, we've always seemed to have a set problem with set pieces. It's this near post flick on that's annoying me. I mean, I mean, Vardy bless him got the own goal, so I mean that's a bit unlucky. But nevertheless, it's an in swinging ball flicked on, like. And it goes. Brighton scored one. And, you know, um, Gabriel scored one for Arsenal on Saturday. Just the flick on. And I, I, I'm not sure whether should we be having more people on the line. What what's what's what is going on? I mean, the, 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 uh, there is a problem because we concede so many and don't score that many from them. So there's clearly an issue somewhere along the line. And and sh surely it's something that you know they look they watch enough videos. It bothers me when we people like us can see that there's a problem and the professionals seem to think there isn't. It's like a little bit like sticking your head in the sand, isn't it? And I, it's quite old person. It's just like, you know, I, I don't, I don't get it. And that's what really, really worries me. It's like, admit there's a problem because there is, otherwise we wouldn't be conceding goals from set pieces all the time. And it is squeaky bum time. Like you say, every time it's like, Oh no, don't, like Luke Thomas yeah. hit it out from the corner. And I thought, don't hit it out for a corner. Do everything you can to get it out for a throwing, because they'll probably score. So I've given him a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> where are we going to finish? Uh, if uh, the, where, where do you think we, we sort of said? Well, we thought we might finish at the start of the season. Right now, Norm. Where, where do you think I'm, we're going to finish? I'm very, very pleased you've come to me first, because then you can utterly <laughs> ridicule me. Because I you're going to say top? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say top. But I tell you, I'm I am going to suggests that when the season started, everyone apart from me was, oh yeah, the top four's nailed on, blah, blah. It clearly isn't because of Man U. West Ham are the main threat. There are a lot of teams that can still finish fourth. And we are still one of those teams. We could easily also finish ninth. So I'm not going to completely like be completely ridiculous, but we can if we put a good run together if we can get consistent and i know it's there's lots of f's there i think we've got a better chance of finishing fourth now given how man you are than we had at the beginning of the season <laughs> you're right killer how that, that is just ridiculous why be, well because we're as as things stand, Wolves are playing Everton. We're currently in the bottom half of the table. That's why we're, we're six. We're six, we're, we're six points behind fourth. Yes, I know we're six points behind fourth. We, when the season started, you said we'd finish fourth, and Killer yeah. and I said fifth. Yeah. That was before we we showed that we couldn't defend, conceded two goals every game, and didn't have Madison. And we're still six points behind fourth. And frankly, after we could quite easily have been a lot closer than that. All I'm saying is, Man, you. There's there's no team guaranteed to finish fourth, so yeah. therefore we have got a chance of doing that. With the, and I know it consistency. I told I told you I'd be ridiculed slightly. <laughs> I'm still sticking. I'm not going to change my view until we're relegated. So I'm still sticking with fourth. 
Right, right killer, we killer, killer, killer let bring that bring some sanity to the table. <laughs> I don't know if I want to now. <laughs> I quite, I, I quite like your voice getting all high pitched and uh, and anxious, Tim. Well, I'm, shout, I'm trying to shout over the punters at the Foss Arms getting the Trump wells in. <laughs> no, I get it. Oh, look, we know with football, don't we, that when you're losing or being inconsistent, it's very, very difficult to see past that. We are better than this. There's no doubt about it. But by the same token, when you look at what's going on in the Premier League, I'm still sticking with the top four being the top four. And I think if anybody's going to gate crash it, I'm pretty certain it's going to be West Ham. Every time I watch them play, they seem to look more and more impressive. Um, a good, good, good side. I, th- I have no doubt. I, I do think they're going to finish above us. I have this horrible th- as well. I'm going to go for eighth. Oh, well, you know what? Having having ridiculed Norm, I'm going to be slightly more with Norm. So I, I have a, so I think I think the top four are net. I think the top three, Chelsea, I thought would win the league. Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, in whatever order. And I think Manu will. I, I think Manu over the season because my logic on Manu Norm is that. If it carries on going wrong, I think they'll get rid of Solskjaer. And therefore, squad-wise, they should comfortably finish fourth, but not third. The, the other teams that are in the mix for me are West Ham, Arsenal, Brighton, Wolves, Spurs and Everton. I can't actually bring myself to say that any of those are going to finish above us. It's early in the season still. I know what you're saying about West Ham killer, but player for player, come on. You know, they haven't got the squad that we've got at all. And they're the best place out of that lot. I mean, it was so annoying watching Arsenal because you just... I think you said, Norm, during the match, didn't you? You know, they're just not as good as us, player for player. No, these two, even with our defensive problems. That's what's annoying. But, it, but it, does, it does rely on him being able to sort the defence out. I'm going to back him to do it and has finished fifth. But yeah, it's did, getting squeaky. As well, you, you, you were alluding to sort of... Man U sorting it out. I mean, what's interesting is that it would appear that Conte is going to go to Spurs. You know, they've, they've, they've sacked Nuno. Within, like, hours, it's looking like they're going to be replacing him with someone that's pretty pretty decent. And is, is that an opportunity missed for Man U? Like, getting rid of Solskjaer and... Um, I mean, because one of them... Yeah, it, yeah. yeah I, I, can't, I can't help thinking that's exactly why they sacked Nuno when they did. I think they realised that Conte was... That either Manu or presumably Newcastle will come sniffing around him, because 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 Daniel Levy has not messed about, and normally he's a bit of a squeaky squeaky bomb guy in terms of his 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 wages and what he pays. Well, he's clearly paid today, isn't the whole lot, the backroom stuff, the lot. Can't imagine that's he's got much change out of 10, 12 million quid for that. I can't imagine that Conte is going to be coming in six or seven million a year, eighteen month contract potentially so it's been a 25 million pound swing today but i i do think that is i'm going to get my man now and of course the laughable thing with spurs was just how many people they interviewed in the summer that turned yeah. it down i mean just people that turned down that job neil warnock mick mccarthy <laughs> sam allardyce <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right you've Ron. actually is Ron still alive <laughs> You've actually missed one killer who turned it down, which was Antonio Conte. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Genuinely, they, they did speak to him in the summer, and one way or the other, one of the, one of the parties said no. Just as an aside, you've mentioned Conte not going. Everything I've read said Manu weren't interested in Conte. Yeah. Are either of you worried about Rogers going to Manu? Um, no. No. 
Well, look, no. let, let's let's be honest at the minute. Look, you know what managers, how quickly fortunes change with managers. The laughable thing about Nuno, and, and, and I actually do think it, it was probably about the right time. It just looks like that that team spent. But this is this is a guy that won that won player of one manager of the of, of the month for September. September. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's <laughs> ab, it's absolutely laughable just how quickly your stock value goes down. I suspect now Brendan Rodgers' stock value wins the FA Cup sky high. Right here, right now. If, you're, if you were on the Manchester United podcast, they're probably going. Well, this guy can't coach a team to defend corners. What would we want him for? And it's stuff like yeah. that, isn't it? I think his stock value at the minute, I think he's is is un, undoubtedly undoubtedly dropped. And I just think again, if you were if you Manchester the problem you're still gonna have with with Brendan Rogers is is obviously he's a good coach, we all know that. But he's but his English C V is he's won the FA Cup. That's it. And you know and I know. If you're the if you're appointing for Manchester United, they should be looking at people with a CV like Klopp, like Guardiola, like Tuchel, you know, that have been there, done it, and have won yeah. various trophies, various countries. That's what I think, anyway. Yeah, Do you agree with disagree. that? Yeah, no, wouldn't 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 disagree. I mean, what I would say is, I think a job like Man United. I mean, you read the stories. He's Rogers is holding out for the Man City post, which I'm sure are utterly exaggerated. I think if he was offered the Man United job, I think that would be a bridge too far for him to decline. But I don't think that he would. I'm in agreement with Killer. I don't think he's on their radar. Mm. So I don't. Think yeah, let's hope not. Let's hope not. We're, let's let's progress a bit. We're, there were various things we're going to going to talk about tonight. We're, the time's really ticking on. We're, you, you, we talked briefly about the League Cup killer. Uh, we did beat Brighton, albeit on penalties, but then we got Liverpool. Yeah, is that is that such a bad thing? The, the draw on the face of it looks 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 terrible. But this Jurgen Klopp will quite happily play second string. 11 and, and don't forget, you know, you a busy time of year, Champions League games coming up. You've got the whole Christmas program. He's, he, like, I mean, he's been known to, to make some really bold calls with regards to the Carabao Cup, and that's why obviously Liverpool haven't done particularly well. So it's on the face of it, you go Anfield away, that's a tough gig. You know, it wasn't that long ago, was it, since we played Manchester United at Old Trafford and we played a second string and royally, royally took them to the cleaners. I, I get the feeling that provided Rogers changes that he plays the spine of a solid team, I really fancy us to go through. On the basis they'll play their reserves and we'll play a full team. I don't think we'll play a full team, Tim. And, and as you know, if you listened to the podcast last week, I genuinely believe there is a Premier League managers conspiracy where they do mm. they, they they deliberately sort of chat chat around changes and stuff. I I don't think he'll go with ten changes. If he does, then just be careful, Brendan, because I get the feeling that the the fans might just uh, have something to say about that. I think there will be a spine of a good team with a few extras thrown in. I mean, I think I couldn't agree more. And I think, I mean, Liverpool are when they've got their first team out are a great, you know, obviously a great side. But 
you know, most Salah isn't going to play in the League Cup quarterfinal when there's Champions League games close by and, you know, a load of games over Christmas. Because it's, it's like in December, isn't it? The quarterfinals, I think. Uh, um, you know, so the, 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 a lot of their big names won't play. So, you know, it's, it's not nailed on Liverpool. It'll be, I'm sure it would just be quite a, you know, quite a tight, decent game, which could go either way. So we've got, we've got every chance. So fing, fingers crossed. And, you know, any game's going to be tough. You know, Sunderland at home, of course, would have been the <laughs> most people's choice, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, I think I think it should be a good game. Looking forward to it. The artists previously known as the Big Six all got the uh, <laughs> got the ties, the ties they wanted, didn't they? Obviously, one of the big things that's going to presumably affect our team selection will be the Europa League. We've got Spartak Moscow coming up next. What are we thinking about that, Norm? I'm I'm looking forward to that game immensely. I think it's a I think after the weekend it'll be a like a a nice distraction prior to the Premier League game against Leeds on Sunday. Um, and I'm really a, a, a similar side to that that beat them out there. You know, Dakar up front, bit of pace. I can't see them living with us to be honest. I'm I, you know like we all know I'm very optimistic about things, but. I, I, I think now it's in our hands to go through. I do think we will play a team that will get us through. We'll make some changes, but I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll have a really good go and I, I expect a fairly comfortable victory, if I'm honest. Have you had a chance to have a look at the table, Killer? It's 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 still incredibly tight, isn't it? I mean, that, that game's a massive game. I, I'm, I'm with Norm, I think. I think I would fully expect us to win that. That would put us on seven points. As it stands, Legia have got six and Napoli have got four. They're obviously playing each other. Do, do, do you know what, though, guys? Forget forget that league. I would, I would, if I was Brendan Rodgers, I would go for a very strong team plus Dakar for Vardy. You know what you're going to get with Vardy. But I would turn around to some of these guys and go, sorry, boys, you're playing. And you're playing because actually you've got points to prove. A lot of You've yeah. got a point to prove, and you're not demonstrating to me the problem. The problem Brendan Rodgers got has got to some extent. One of the one of the head going Saturday is we went into that game. We had an idea of maybe what the best formation, maybe what the best team is. He now doesn't know. It almost feels like it's a little bit back to square one. If I was Brendan Rodgers, stick four four two. I'd go really strong. Make sure you play Luckman. Probably play Barnes as well. Really across the the middle, the one player I might I might rest potentially might be Yuri Tillemans, maybe I don't know, probably not in in truth. Um, and and obviously you, I would play Dakar for uh, for Vardy, but I would be turning around to these guys and saying you're playing for your Leeds place at the weekend, boys, and and you've got to get this job done tonight. I mean, well, just speaking. Sorry, just speaking of like um, well, potentially dropping Tillemans and who might replace him, just as a quick aside, how did the negotiations go in Dubai about Hamza Chowdhury for 80 million to Newcastle, Tim? Did you get, did you do the business for us or um, uh, is he still going to be playing for us in January? Well, I did, I did see one Arab bloke walking along with his wife in his long white dish dash. And I did say to him, do you fancy taking on Hamza for about 40 million? But he just looked at me a bit weird and walked into Starbucks. So I don't think it worked. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, but, well, um, no, I'm, I'm with you. I th- I, 
on my guess killer, I think he might play a slightly weaker team against Moscow, but I still think we'll have enough. And then we, we've done the hard work now. We've just got to win our two home games, haven't we, against the Eastern European teams, and we will be through. So uh, that'll give him something to think about potentially um, ahead, of, ahead of Liverpool. What about Leeds, though? Suddenly, a, another game, Norm, we probably need to try and win it. We keep saying this, don't we? But, to, you know, if we're trying to try and get some consistency behind this season... I don't get Leeds. I, I, I haven't understood the whole Bielsa thing. He's, he's an absolute god amongst managers. I don't really understand why. He's never really had massive jobs in football, and yet he's revered as you know one of the all-time great coaches. Thought The first season, I thought Leeds were absolutely fantastic with their attacking play and totally... In fact, they made us look watertight. They made our defence this season look watertight. At the back, nothing's changed. They still can't defend. They don't look particularly difficult to me to play against. No, no. I mean, I, I don't really think this is going to be a, a, a particularly tough game for us. I mean, I think if we can show a bit of confidence, we it really shouldn't be an issue. They're they're in far worse form than we are. I think they've got a number of players missing as well. I mean, I know they beat Norwich, but who doesn't? Um, I, I, nearly us. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I wasn't going to. That, that was a little while ago, and obviously, we, <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean. I, I just, I think that you know, Leeds are a, you know, a former, you know, massive club. You think Leeds away, it's 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 meant to send fear through you. It it just doesn't. But like you alluded to, it is it is the consistency. So at the back of all of our minds has got to be which Leicester City is going to turn up. If it's a if it's a Leicester City playing seven out of ten, then we're going to win the game. If it's a Leicester City with the defending set pieces like they have been doing um, and Tielemans not playing very well and Madison injured again and all this kind of stuff, then we're going to struggle. So, but... I just don't see it. I, I think I think the game on Thursday will give us a bit of confidence, and I think they'll have a little bit of a talking to and a following the Arsenal game, and we'll come into this score nice and early, and we'll go and do a nice a nice job on them and, and get the result that we we desperately need, and then we'll have another conversation about where we think we'll finish next <laughs> Monday, where I'll be proven to be closer to being right than you guys. You going along with the? Slightly misplaced optimism from us both, Killer. Um, I watched the Norwich Leeds game yesterday, and the standard was absolutely dreadful, and that's the truth. And uh, it, it it really looked like there were two struggling, struggling teams defensively. The errors were were pretty horrendous. It, it, it didn't look like a Premier League game at all. It didn't look like the usual quality you get with the Premier League. It was fast and. It was mistake ridden. It looked like a championship game, and uh, and who knows? This time next season, it might very well be just that. So, um, so to some extent, I'm almost at that sort of point of the season of if we can't beat them when they're playing at that sort of level, then um, then Norm's definitely wrong with his prediction of us of us getting a Champions League spot, but because obviously he's the king of optimism and moreover the champion of the predictor table that's that's our our large cuddly friend is going to be correct again you there Hello? tim have we lost you... him killer 
Oh, it, oh, it sounds like we we sounds sounds like it might have cleared off back to Dubai. So I'll take I'll <laughs> I'll take I'll take over the reins then. Whilst uh, whilst Tim, either that always just it's just just that just have it just having a break. Yeah, it's probably just nip, right. to the, nip to the loo. I mean, well, nip, I, th- I think nip, get... to the, nip, to, nip to the loo. Let me just ask you a quick question, Norm. In the world of being hypothetical and also being <laughs> negative. <laughs> What on earth is going to happen if this time next week we're, ch- we're talking about two defeats? Um, then even I will suggest that we won't be finishing fourth. It would, it, it would be if, if we lost. If we lose next week, then um, I think that the it becomes less of a consistency issue. It becomes we're not actually playing quite as well as we think that we're able to play. Maybe we're not quite as good as. I think we are. Um, I think we will be get, going down that route because it's not long before we're playing Chelsea, is it? So if we don't beat Leeds, we 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 I don't we'll never get into. I don't think we'll ever get into a relegation scrap. But I think that would be the point where yeah, mid tables as good as we could possibly get. Yeah, is Tim is Tim? Are you back now? Yeah, can you hear me? All right. Yeah, we can. We can hear you all right. Right. We, Honestly. We, the, we, we're just waffling. Well, I mean, the, the show took a significant upturn as you left us, but uh, <laughs> have you, did, did you manage to get uh, the pints and the chasers that uh, we re, we were requested or uh, or not? To... What, I, I've got a horrible echo on my line from you two. You know what? I'm going to swiftly nip through the predictor and then we'll close it down for today because like, you two have got a horrible echo on the line or... I or something's wrong with mine. So I'm going to say to to you guys, what are your least predictions? We've got Killer on seven points, Norm on nine, and me on eleven. Far away with your least prediction, Killer. Three one Leicester. And Norm. Um, four two Leicester. I'm going to say two one Leicester. Thanks for bearing with us, people. We will be back same time next week. If you want to get hold of us, it's Leicester City Pubcast at Gmail. Dot com and we'll see you next week george enjoy basking in the arsenal glory it isn't going to last thanks for listening everyone if you enjoyed the leicester city pubcast please subscribe and tell everyone about it if you hated the leicester city pubcast please keep it to yourselves see you next week